I'm Graham Stewart, and I'm the executive producer of the Graham Norton Show on BBC One. And here are my top tips for recording sound in a studio environment to make it clear and audible and funny. You can see who the guests were then, all right! For me, the most important thing to remember is that sound is as important as pictures in making a TV show. So what you have to make sure is that everyone realizes that the sound is critical. Our show is uh, based on comedy and improvisational comedy in that we don't know exactly what people are going to say at any given time. We have an idea and we know where jokes are going to happen. But these are highly talented and uh, very funny people, including our host, uh, saying things and they will say them once. He asked me, he said, do you want to experience 30 seconds of death? I'm like, absolutely. Because the second time won't be so funny. So we need the sound to be perfect first time. In a recent show, we knew that we were going to move everybody at a stage in the interview to do uh, a stunt. The sound had to be ready for that and um, they were and they, uh, they got it all. Tip number two is to make sure that everybody who is on set understands how sound works and how sound can be a problem if they behave incorrectly. The advantage we have is that these are professional, usually professional uh, comedians, actors, musicians who understand uh, how a studio works. And that means not talking over each other, uh, listening to what's being asked and then following on in sequence. It's a type of chip and this guy. Of course, you can have a situation where the sound can be perfect, but the person's voice that is being recorded by the microphone is difficult to understand because it would always be difficult to understand because of a thick accent. For example, Gérard Depardieu. To take, you put it in. Yeah, the quills. Yes, you take the quills, and after that, he's very happy. The accent is funny in itself, sometimes a little hard to understand, but uh, again, Graham can uh, do a little bit of instant translation from their form of English into an English that we'll understand. Oh, it's cooked in the steam. Steam, steam got there first. <laughs> Tip number three is dealing with the fact that you are doing interviews in front of, in our case, 650 people. The sound of a studio is, is a complex thing to get right because you want to hear your host. They're not recording that. You want to hear your guests, but you also want to hear and feel the ambience of 650 people. But you don't want to hear the technology that is involved in allowing those people to see and hear the show. The miking of the audience is extremely complex and takes a lot of work and the balance between the way the audience is reacting and what the guests are saying is critical. Tip number four is not about technology, it's about people. And that is have the best possible professionals working for you that you can. That involves uh, the sound supervisor knowing how to mix a conversation, anticipating who's going to speak next and making sure they don't miss it. And the uh, grams up playing and things at the right time, understanding how we are making the show and 
for us as producers, we have to show them, which is something we always want to do, that we absolutely trust and rely on them, and therefore we want their best work. Fingers crossed. Oh, well, listen, have a good one. Thank you. Have a good one. I'll Thank see you, you later. And finally, for our show, the work doesn't finish in the studio because we are recording the show, usually the night before transmission, and we have the following day to edit to time. And a huge part of that work is audio work. Not changing what we've done, but enhancing and adapting the sound that we have recorded to make all those edits work perfectly. And as sound guys often say, it wouldn't work without them. Pictures are secondary. Sound comes first. <laughs>